You're listening to Them Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I appreciate you hanging out and tuning in to this segment today. It's a beautiful day in southwest Oklahoma. It's a beautiful day to be Indian, as usual. And uh, today marks the one-year anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. And just sparked off this entire thing. And it's at once hard to believe it's been a year. And it's tough to believe it's only been a year. It seems like there is there there has been just so much happen and it's it's just amazing the how how everything has gone. And of course, you know, right when we were kind of recovering from the trial and recovering from seeing those images and things like that, uh today this is you know they're they're going to want to show that stuff again so but but they're also showing those folks in the community who stood up and and who wanted to make sure that there was police accountability and i i can just imagine um <clears throat> especially with with the young uh young lady that's a paramedic uh how she you know in her workplace did she suffer any kind of retaliation um, are there any repercussions from from that from her testifying and and so it's it's like i said it's it, it's it's a it's a monumental day for for the spark of of social justice change that we have seen and it's it's been an amazing thing to witness and especially to see young people coming out and and wanting to wanting to lend their voices to this and wanting and understanding <clears throat> excuse me understanding that they are the generation that makes the change um and and there there have been so many things that that have been affected by this on that social justice level when we look at this and and then we look at police accountability and then you look at reform and then you look at uh, <clears throat> excuse me how how these policies and things like that have have changed but have they changed fast enough we we've seen swift resignation uh, in leadership, but yet, what's how deeply and swiftly can we really expect this change to to take hold when we still have a lot of these same officers and these same issues and these same policies in place that protect? Um, for qualified immunity, <laughs> you know, and it, it's only been a year that they torched that police department in Minf in a, in Minneapolis. I'm sorry. It it just it doesn't even seem like it's been that long, but it feels like it's been forever. I know I said that, but it just it just still completely rings true and 
it's very odd to as we're as people are asking for 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 uh police reform and asking for stricter sensible gun legislation uh let's not let everybody have a gun you know not everybody needs to have an AR15 uh you know even though these police departments are being funded and of course with the defund the police movement some 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 municipalities have to double down and make sure they increase their police budget you know let's let's make sure they have more toys but the report that i watched this morning said gun violence has risen 250% um in minneapolis and <laughs> it it's it's this really crazy argument of well people are calling the police more and so you know they they people when people call the police they want the police to help them they don't expect the police to turn around and shoot the people who called them right i mean you didn't use you didn't used to you didn't used to but then again A lot of times, that's where the trouble starts, right? I mean, how many times have we seen it? How many, how many, how many times have we seen that happen? Where police get called and the situation escalates to where some unarmed kid with mental health issues and a candy bar in his hand gets shot. And so that whole thing of, well, you want the police to show up, well, I guess you better not take any money away from us. But here's the thing, police. Why don't they give that money and that funding and reallocate it to some mental health services and let mental health professionals respond where police don't have to worry about that? I think that is a huge part of it, right? Police don't want to have to respond to that stuff. And and they shouldn't have to. We should be able to have our communities supported in those ways. And there there has to be a a change in the dynamic. There has to be. I mean, gun violence is rising, and so is white domestic terrorism. Let's not forget that. Texas, <laughs> the Lone Star State, has become the most populated state in the, in the country to allow open carry. Uh, and actually, yeah, anybody can actually conceal a gun there. So you can, as long as you, long as you don't have any reason why you can't carry a gun, well... You can conceal it. You don't need it's this is beyond. Now when Oklahoma did it, 
it was nerve wracking. It still is. It's it's very nerve wracking. But and and I I I'm not surprised that Texas made this move. I'm really not. But when you think about all of this this rise in gun violence, it's measures like that that add to it. And I'm in favor of people having guns. I'm not I'm no two way auditor. I'm not gonna go out and make sure everybody's two A rights are are aren't being infringed upon. You know? Not gonna do anything like that. I know my two A rights aren't gonna be infringed upon by anybody. But that's as far as I'm gonna take it. <laughs> Some people don't, you know, indulge their two A rights. And that's their personal choice and that's just that's just fine. However, Letting people just walk around with no training, no license, no nothing, no no nothing, no nothing. Just here's your gun, take it. I don't know if that applies to sales too. I mean, obviously, right? Does it? Can you just go to Texas and just buy a gun now? Is is the is the is the waiting period over? That's probably federal, but still. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know about you, but that does not make me want to go to Texas anytime soon. It just doesn't. Not any part of Texas. It's, I mean, we're, we're going to see. I think we're going to see quite quickly in in a state that large if they even share their statistics with us or if they'll share the true statistics with us. You know, I mean, I would think that we would see a, a, an increase right away in response, in, in response all up and down the... The spectrum from domestic violence to road rage, whatever, name it. So we'll we'll see how it goes. And illegal gun trafficking, they say they're going to be harder on felons who have guns. Uh, so Lord knows what kind of draconian measures that they're they've implemented there in Texas. It is that is scary, scary, scary. So, whatever you're doing, be careful out there, especially if you're uh, in the state of Texas. I guess you can, you could, they, they got their guns. I mean, just openly, honestly, like, just anybody can have them, I guess. So, I would check, though, before you uh, go traveling around down there. But, no, like, if you're going to vacation there or take your kids to your annual Six Flags over Texas trip there in Arlington, uh, make sure that you know that uh, the road rage has just escalated by a factor of 10. 
So, just letting you know that. Thanks so much for tuning in. You, we, <laughs> man, you just don't understand what a beautiful day this is out here. It's so great to see the sun. It really, really is after these days of rain. Uh, we are indigenous, we're independent, and you're listening to them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.